Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We are excited to go through and recap all of these chapters. Um, (laughs) Today we are talking about chapter 13 of Chamber of Secrets, The Very Secret Diary. Um, So we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag wizard team on Twitter to follow along. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? Do you want to draw about it? Do you want to sing about Mm -hmm. it a la Hamilton? How does a muggle-born orphan son of a muggle and a Scotsman dropped in the middle of a forgotten school in the Scottish hills and grow up to be a hero and a scholar. (laughs) I messed it up somehow, guys. Sorry. But you get what I'm saying? Like, whatever you want to do, we are collecting submissions for the Hogwarts BSU. You can submit um, via our website. You can check the guidelines. You can email us at weblackandnerds at gmail.com. Even if you just have, like, some ideas you want to bounce off of us or you're not sure or you're kind of like, I have this idea, but I don't really know, like, we will help you. Um, this is our way of trying to foster some community. Um, we, you get to hear our thoughts all the time. Uh, so we want to hear your thoughts and we want to um, see you in... Hogwarts in the Potter universe. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I co-sign that. Um, <laughs> love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons just lying around. Um, we are now on Patreon, so you can, if you would like, um, become a patron. Um, and, you know, it's like basically you just like donate X amount of money per month. Um, and then there are like prizes and stuff that you get. Um, I'm not private yeah. gifts. Or gifts. Tokens of our appreciation. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you can go to um, www.patreon.com forward slash blackgirlsnerdout. Um, I will put these on the website. I forgot to do that. It probably won't happen until you hear this because I remind myself to do things based on this podcast, um, <laughs> like updating my Amazon. So shout out to the podcast for reminding me to do to handle my business. Um, <laughs> speaking of Amazon, <laughs> um, if you want to support us and can't commit to a monthly donation, we also have an Amazon affiliate link um, where you can go about your regular shopping, but we get a little money from it. So no extra money from you, but extra money for us. So you can go to amzn.to forward slash bgno, um, and then, yeah, and then just shop regularly. Shop till you drop, man. Basically, just, you know, ball out, um, you know, within your price Means, range, yeah. like your budget. You yeah, know? you know, right, and, you know. <laughs> we, don't, we don't advocate, like, going beyond your means. Um, Even though times, we do it all the time, we, I was gonna say sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes, I don't know. Um, can Make we just talk about, Don't listen to us. Yeah. Can okay. we just talk about though? I just got back from Portland. I was in Portland for three days. How many times do you think I went to Pals? Um, like ten times. Uh, Maybe once, three times. Maybe once every day. Right? Once every day. Twice on Tuesday. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and I was like, 
no, like, barely anything in my bag when I was going and then could, like, you know, was struggling to zip it up on the way back, so. Yeah. You know. Books are the struggle, man. The struggle. Um, but you gotta do what you gotta do, you know? I don't you know. Do. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Sometimes sometimes you gotta buy some books, you know? You know, sometimes. <laughs> um, we also um, have set up a PayPal account, so you can go to paypal.me forward slash bgno um and that's for like if you want to do like a one-time donation um to help us do more fun things and have more fun content and the capacity to do that without breaking our bank and living beyond our memes um so yeah um and then subscribe to our newsletter um every week we share nerd news and links to what's been going on so if you want to be in the know be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com or tinyletter.com forward slash BGNO um, to subscribe. We'll see you in the next... Well, maybe by the time this comes out, we'll have another newsletter. Listen. <laughs> Listen. I really don't. I mean, like... I, got, I know you've been busy, man. I've been busy. I ain't got no kind of internet. I don't know what's happening. Um... Y'all, I ain't got no kind of internet, and Daredevil just dropped. Like, this is timey-wimey, and y'all probably already finished the season, but it just dropped, and my cable provider was like, what are you going to do? We'll see you on Monday. I'm like, Monday? Monday? They didn't know. Or they did know. And they don't give a fuck. (laughs) Or they're watching Daredevil right now. That's basically what they're saying. They're like... We want to help you, but we're watching Daredevil, so we'll see you on Monday when we're done. That's when we're a, done. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I um, also don't know where we are on the agenda because I can't. I don't. I don't have it. So I have internet. It's cool. Um, I got it. We'll just zoom through and get to the chapter. Um, follow us at We Black and Nerds on Twitter. You can like us at Black Girls Nerd Out on Facebook, Black Girls Nerd Out on Tumblr, Black Girls Nerd Out on Instagram. Um, yeah. Potter fandom stuff right now. Um, this is a timey wimey episode. I don't know. Maybe some some something happened. Some shit happened. Something happened, we're and really if you excited follow us it. on Twitter, we are all about you'll, it. You'll get our reaction. We were like, "Yo, that thing that happened though." That was dope. And or we or were like, "That's some bullshit." Yeah. Or we were like, "That was some dope bullshit." Or we, <laughs> or we were, were like, just like, "Whatever." Yeah. Or we could cool. we could be sad. Well, I you don't know. know. There are a lot of things that could happen. Yeah. Um, so, we are coming up on the end of Witches History Month. So, this, as you all know, this month is Women's History Month. So, we're celebrating by honoring the witches of the wizarding world. You can check out Twitter and Facebook for shout-outs for the next... Well, for the whole month, but the next two days. Um, and then we'll be in April. Serafina um, Pickering! <laughs> okay. What's actually hilarious? Oh no! A Georgian spying on the Muggle government. She take this information and then she smuggle it. What? Okay then. So, speaking of April, um, <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Bayana, my favorite oh, witch. That's not what I was gonna say. Oh, but cool. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna say it, but that's because, you know. That's weird. You can say it and it's not weird. Okay, so Bayana shares a birthday with the Weasley trend twins, and I think that that's what we're getting at. So we're gonna that's say that's what I was gonna say. Happy I was gonna birthday, say it's Fred and George's birthday Fred on Friday. And George and Bayana. Yay, Aries! April first, babies. Mmm. Lit. 
when your April Fool's joke goes too far and, you know... Bro, if my parents have been lying to me for 22 years, 22 years, 22 years later, you still got this kid, <laughs> and you're like, look... You're gonna have a problem. I didn't think this through. <laughs> um, I think it's so... I would be so pissed. <laughs> that would be the worst. Okay. Actually, so. your birthday's in July. Right. <laughs> like, what? What? Okay. Um... At that point, I probably would just keep my birthday. Like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Anyway, it's definitely my birthday on Friday. <laughs> as far as I know, as far as my intelligence goes and knowledge <laughs> of my life, my birthday's on Friday. <laughs> we know different. Uh, okay. You said what? I said we know different. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so let's get into chapter 13, The Very Secret Diary. I wonder what's going to happen in this chapter. I have so many feelings about this chapter, though. Um, I mean, I, I have, like, like I, too. I have feelings. I feel like I have, I, we can say that every chapter, you know? Like, yeah. some less it's than It's in our others. intro. We have thoughts and feelings. Yeah. But this chapter, I was like... A lot goes down. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, we've been, like, going through the book, and it's like, you know, Lockhart is an idiot, and... But we know this, and I can get, like, a little bit, like, you know, I was down on Dumbledore for a while. Um, but I haven't felt, like, the same kind of, like, feeling feelings that I kind of got from, uh, I, I keep wanting to say Philosopher's Stone. Northern Iowa with the upset! Robin. March Madness, y'all. Um, This is like two weeks, two weeks later. <laughs> and, I, and I literally can't. I was saying something. You're talking about how you have all these feels. Yes, yes. So I was like, you know, I was upset with like Lockhart, but Lockhart got a Lockhart, Dumbledore got a double, you know? Um, <laughs> and I felt like the feelings were like there, but they weren't like strong. And then I read this chapter and I was like, that's some fucking bullshit. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. So let's yeah. get into okay. it. Let's get into it so I can share. Tight. I'm trying to remember, like, I feel like just the whole climax of this, because um, it, it just gets really intense in a mm-hmm. way that it doesn't in The Sorcerer's Stone. And I think part of it is there's more chapters to, like, build up. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's only one more chapter than the other one, but they just start building up a little bit sooner. Um, so for me, it's just, it's almost the, it's almost the the issue I have with um, Sectum Simper and the Half-Blood Prince where you, like, see something happening and you're just like, dude. Also, I think, too, it's, like, <laughs> the stakes are high, way high. And I didn't even think yeah. about this, but, like, there is no, like, real... You know, they just have this, like, bias against Snape and he's up to something and, you know, mm-hmm. like, in the first one. But there's not, like... No one else is worried about it, right? Like, Right, it's not it's like just, the entire school is yeah, terrified. It's just, it's like, just like a thing the that trio only three of them are know not, about. Yeah, exactly. The trio are like all up in someone else's business, not minding their own business. This one is like, yeah. The stakes are real high and every, mm-hmm. and I think because the school is tense, everyone's tense. Oh, this is so sad. They're like crying, but you should have won. You know what I mean? Robin, you went back into something else. I really did, but... <laughs> Y'all, it's March Madness. Or, it's not March Madness anymore. And no, it still is. We still watching basketball. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Alright, let's get into the chapter. let's just go into the chapter. (laughs) Um, So, real quick, previously on Wizard Team, um, the trio used Polyjuice Potion to get into the Slytherin Common Room. 
Um, Things didn't go so only well for Ron and Harry. Only Ron and Harry went. Um, they found out that Draco is, in fact, not the heir of Slytherin, even though he's still the worst little kid ever. Um, Psychopath. And then Hermione finally turns out she used uh, Millicent and Bullstrode's cat hair in her apologies potion as opposed to uh, Bullstrode's actual hair. So she turned into a cat. So um, they had to take her to the hospital wing. And you're not. Um, and and Polly is petty as fuck. Myrtle is petty as fuck. And but um, Polyjuice Potion does not work well on cross species. So yeah. um, it, it's not like I mean, they could fix it on their own. It's not anime guy, so they're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that would be the only like. <laughs> I mean, he's probably supposed to. Now I'm a cat. Like no, <laughs> no, nah. it's not how it works. All right, so um, Hermione remained in the hospital ring for several weeks. Uh, there was a flurry of rumor about her disappearance when the rest of the school arrived back after their Christmas holidays because, of course, everyone thought she had been attacked. So this is like also like you come back, you leave. School and Justin Filch Fletch. Why do we have the double? Justin was attacked. Fletchly. Yes, Justin was attacked, and then you're like, "All right, I'm going. I'm going home. Calm down a little bit. You know, you're home for a couple of weeks, like maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Hoping that they, get, you know, like when I get back to Hogwarts, they're gonna have all this settled. All this is gonna be figured out. I'm gonna get past this. Mm-hmm. And then where's Hermione? Oh shit! It's still happening. Right. Like, the stress is high. Yeah. So, um, so many students fell past the hospital wing trying to catch a glimpse of her, but Madame Pompey took out her curtains and placed them around Hermione's bed to spare her the shame of being seen with a furry face. She's a real one. She really is. Um, Harry and Ron went to visit her every evening, bringing her each day's homework. I sprouted whiskers. I take a break from work, said Ron. Of course you would, but you would take a break from work if you, you know, sprained a finger. Exactly. Stubbed a toe. You would take up. Oh, stub <laughs> my toe. I don't have to do my Ron's homework. Like my sister. <laughs> Ooh, I got a cough. I don't have to. I shouldn't go to school today. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Like, oh, I don't have anything to wear. I can't find my jacket. Looks like that's the end of the day. I'm just gonna go back. No. <laughs> that's not how go this works. That's not how this works. Get your education. Um, Don't forget okay. from what you came, and the world's gonna know your <laughs> name. What's your name, man? Hermione Granger. I went. I walked straight. In My name's okay. Hermione G. Um, Granger. Um, okay, stop, 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 stop. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Focus. <laughs> um, don't be silly, Ron. I've got to keep up," said Hermione. Her spirits were greatly improved by the fact that all the hair had gone from her face, and her e- eyes were sl- uh, were returning slowly back to brown. This is like suppose- a real thing, though. No, yeah, it takes forever. It's taking a long um, time. I wonder what Madame Poppery's giving her. Yeah, she's got like a nightly. She has, a, yeah, she has later. It says she has like a nightly dose of medicine, medicine yeah. or something. But I'm curious, like, what that is. What that is, yeah. and, like how, like, cause I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't tell her what happened. So I'm curious how she knows, like, she knows, what, she be I mean, knowing, she knows, she be knowing. But you know what I mean, like. Madame Miranda that, Bailey I'm, I'm also curious, like, has that happened before? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Especially because it's Polyjuice Potion, so that's, like, really, like, it's breaking hella school rules. So the fact that they got away with it, even though Hermione had to go to the hospital ring, is really interesting. I know. Yeah. Um. Um, so okay. I was so sure it was Malfoy, said Ron, for about the hundredth time. Um, what's that, said Harry, pointing to something gold sticking out from under Hermione's pillow? 
just to get well card, said Hermione hastily, trying to poke it out of sight, but Ron was quick, too quick for her. He pulled it out, flicked it open, and read out loud, To Miss Granger, wishing you a speedy recovery from your concerned teacher, Professor Gilderoy Lockhart, Order of Merlin, third class, honorary member of the Dark Forces Defense League, and four-time winner of which five we five-time winner of which of which weekly's most charming smile award. This is inappropriate I, and out of pocket. It like, yeah, I was like I was like something about that feels inappropriate. Um, my thing is is like it seems nice at first because you know what I mean. Like I, I understand teachers like some if their student is sick. Generally, if they're just like, hey, I hope you're cool. Then yeah, that's fine. But the other thing is, it seems really like I was like, it seems nice at first, but it's really about him. Oh yeah, like, his his get wells are shorter than his than title. his like whole little title. Yeah, exactly. Most of this so, is taken up by the title. I was thinking that too because if they know it's Polyjuice Potion, or you know, I feel like they know, but they probably think like she. Um, if they don't know that Harry and Ron did it. They don't know that Harry and Ron did Hermione. it. But yeah, they probably feel like, you know, you turned yourself into a cat. So you got your punishment. And also, like, right. they probably give her, like, again, they probably assume that she was just trying to study and go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I it mean, just the other thing is, like, who knows? The thing is, is who knows who else knows about it? Yeah. I feel like only Madame Pomfrey knows. But I, well, I was thinking because Lockhart... Gave her the book or gave her permission to check out the well, book. Well, no, they know that she's sick. That's true. They know that she's in the hospital wing. They don't necessarily know what it's for. Yeah, I just kind of feel like, yeah, I mean, we, we'll never know. But I just kind of feel like when you're, when a student comes in as a cat, word's going to get around. <laughs> to at well, least it was during the holidays and there weren't that many people there. But I mean, so at least the why. teachers, you know what I mean? Because it's like she's, pla- she's playing around Maybe. with magic above her grade. Maybe. And so she probably needs... That's a big castle. Yeah. But not really. But that castle's huge. Yeah, but I'm saying people-wise... I mean, they don't have a Marauder's map, but... No, people-wise, but that means that it, they could be more spread out throughout the thing. You yeah. Know yeah. All right, well, let's get back yeah. into it, because we can... Whatever. We don't um, know, and we could just speculate. Yeah, we just debate about this minutia yeah, of Harry we could, Potter for hours. <laughs> we could speculate on this for a long time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, Ron looked up at Hermione disgusted. You sleep with this under your pillow? Um, but Hermione was spared answering by Mr. By, by, uh, wow. By Madame Pomfrey, um, <laughs> sleeping over with her evening dose of medicine. Is Lockhart the smarmiest bloke you've ever met or what? Ron said to Harry, which is like, yeah. Yeah. That's an, I mean, I, yeah, it's like an inappropriate, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so they go, um, toward, they're going back to Gryffindor Tower um, Snape had given them so much homework, Harry thought he would like, he was likely to be in the sixth year before he finished it. I wonder how much homework that really is, considering their complaints about a foot-long essay. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's because, <laughs> again, it says, Ron was just saying he wished he had asked Hermione how many reptiles you were supposed to add to a hair-raising potion, which, you know that you're supposed to add reptiles. Go look it up in a book. Like, you're, you're halfway there. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, don't you have a don't you have a textbook that has like right the the, the ingredients? Like that it's is like a that. level of laziness that you're like, all right, Hermione. It's peak peak laziness, man. Yeah. As someone who like takes pride in being lazy <laughs> at some you know most times. You're not that, intellectually lazy though. You'll look. I'm not intellectually I mean, lazy. I'm just. How like, many times in the taping of this podcast have you been like? Let me go grab that book real quick and double check this, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm a different type of lazy, yeah. but 
And I think I don't, I think in terms of, like, laziness on, like, the spectrum, intellectually lazy is my, like, that's actually a pet peeve versus just, like, me, like, not doing anything for a day is yeah. totally fine. I get people who don't do, who do that, like. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's different, like, it's different like the, types of laziness. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah. I, it's like, I and it's really some GTS, too, where it's like, when people are like, oh, how do you do, and you're like, Google that, like. It's right, like, mm-hmm. it's right there. Like, you have the... Qu- it's different when you are... You don't know the questionnaire, you don't know the parameters or whatever. Right. But, like, sometimes, how many... Yeah, sometimes you'll be trying to Google stuff and you're like, wow, I cannot get these words right. Yeah. what I'm like, trying to, like, figure out. Exactly. Like, you're Not trying yet. to figure out, like, this bigger concept. Like, that's different. How many rat tails are you supposed to add to a hair-raising potion? Dude... Flick open your book, your potions book, go to the back, there's a thing called an index. I mean, they may not have that in all books, but it's a textbook. There Muggle, should be some way, there should yeah. be some spell where you're like, find the page I'm looking for. Akio hair raising potion, page, flip it open, and it's going to be right there. Yeah. So, um, okay. there was an angry, um, so Ron was at peak lazy when they heard an angry outburst from the floor above reach their ears. That's Filch, Harry muttered as they hurried up the stairs and paused out of sight, listening hard. They ran. They didn't even know who it was, and they were just like, oh, outburst, let's go see what's up. They, it's just, yeah. There was a, there was a, wow, this is like, at this point it was like two weeks ago. Um, timey-wimey, woo, there was like this Twitter thread, somebody was Talking about like white people in horror movies and shit. Oh, so good. First of all, it was rolling. Second of all, this is the same. Th- I'm like, you don't go toward the danger. Why would you? Like, the thing is, is like, it's an angry outburst. Okay, it's Filch. So, but I'm like, you know, he's angry. You know, he's petty and likes to like take shit out on kids. Why don't you just go mind your business and go to your Harry? Let him you deal with his. We're about to get detention for tracking mud into the castle, which is so, not your fault. It's muddy. So, so, but what are you doing? Why? Like, they're just, they don't make any sense. And um, you know, you know, his cat is petrified. He's been in a bad mood, like, ever that's since. What I'm just leave him be. He's on a shirt. It don't take much to set him off. No. Um, you don't think someone else been, someone else has been attacked, said Ron tensely. Okay, also, if someone else has been attacked, go the fuck the opposite way. Harry's already hearing kill, tear, eat, or whatever, some bullshit. Like, but let me try again. I've been caught three. I've been caught at the scene of the crime three times, but right. let's do this one more game. Maybe, maybe may, this time will be different. Right. Go um, to the go to the common room, y'all. Just go do your homework. That's why they're doing this. They don't want to mm-hmm. do their homework. This is this is peak procrastination. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. They stood still, their heads inclined towards Filch's voice, which had gotten quite, which uh, sounded quite hysterical. Even more work for me, mopping all night. Like I haven't got enough to do. No, this is the final straw. I'm going to Dumbledore. Um, so he, like, leaves. They poke their head around the corner. Filch had clearly been manning his usual lookout post. They were once again on the spot where Mrs. Norris had been attacked. They saw at a glance what Filch had been shouting about. A great flood of water stretched over half the corridor, and it looked as though it was still seeping from under the door of Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. Now that Filch had stopped shouting, they could hear Myrtle's wells echoing off the bathroom walls. I totally get why Filch is annoyed. Well, yeah, because it's, like, it doesn't need to, like, yeah, like, Myrtle. And, like, you can cry, like, ghosts, you, y'all can cry without making a mess. Like, can we, can we just, I'm glad my ghost doesn't do that. 
Michael's like, cries, on, but he's not really making a mess. But he's always That's talking. What I'm saying. There's a difference between just like crying and like sobbing and shit, and then flooding the entire bathroom because I know. But like the other day, how, that, how does she even do that? Like, isn't she intangible? Does she go through water, or does she just like sit in it and then? Yeah, I don't okay, even know because like minutia, but still, she's able to flood it. You're like a ghost, it's her... so she can haunt it. Maybe it's because she's haunting the bathroom. She can yeah. shit to it. Like, yeah, some, I don't know. Um, I don't really know how it works either, but, you know, like, Clyde the other day was just, like, meh, 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 like, just rumbling and bumbling, and it was late, and I was like, look, Clyde, I understand, like, life is tough, you live in a refrigerator, and, you know, it's cold in there, I don't know what to tell you, but, like, you chose that life, yeah, and so I'm gonna need you to, like, calm down, get it together, because I gotta go to work in the morning, yeah, and he was still grumbling, but... He didn't, like, throw everything out of the refrigerator that I would have to pick up. You know what I mean? Like... It's a courteous ghost. Yeah, I mean, he... I don't know if he's courteous, I mean, but, you know... I mean, courteous, but... He got some he sense. He tries. <laughs> um, but the other thing is, like, it really, like, shows, like, Myrtle is so, like, stuck in, like... How old is she? 15? Not, like, 13, I think. 13? I don't actually know. Something. She's a teenager. Yeah, she's but she's like on the younger end of the mm. spectrum of Hogwarts students, I think. Oh, it's that like a first year died, right? So she might even be eleven. No, I don't think they said a first year. Oh, okay. I think it just said a girl. A girl died. Okay. Well, I'll still yeah, we'll figure that out. But we can Google it later. Yeah. So, but it's just like she is, um, and we'll see now. Like, um, Harry's they Myrtle was crying, um, and they. It was dark in the bathroom because the candles had been extinguished into the great, in the great rush of water that had left both walls and floor soaking wet. So she like... So like, she got a whole ass tidal wave happening. Yeah, she she just... All of the water. Which is like, thank God Hogwarts is not in California because we in a drought. And I'm gonna need <laughs> you to calm the fuck down with that precious, precious right, water. over here wasting water. Come on, bro. Come on now. Um, What's wrong with you? Global like, warming is real. Right? Harry's like, what's up, lot. Myrtle? And I like that he's all, like, nonchalant about it. Who's that glugged Myrtle miserably? Come and throw something else at me? Why would I throw something at you? Harry waited across to her stall. He had to wait. Like, y'all, yeah. at some point, you just gotta be like, it's not worth it. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna let you do you. But, I'm gonna come back when you feel right. better. I'm gonna let you cook. Exactly. You know? But don't um, ask me, Myrtle shouted. Here I am, minding my own business, and someone thinks it's funny to throw a book at me. And here's Harry, very reasonably. But it can't hurt you if someone throws something at you, said Harry reasonably. I mean, it'd just go right through you, wouldn't it? He um, had said, I'd, like to, I'd like to say that it wasn't Ron crassly. It was Harry reasonably. Yep. Movies. Movies. Always make they do Ron so dirty. Why you do Ron like Why that, Why you man? do Ron like that? He ain't done nothing to you. He ain't done nothing to Ron you. Ron is a perfectly pleasant man. Um... So Myrtle puffed herself up and shrieked. Let's all throw books at Myrtle because she can't feel it. 10 points if you can get it through her stomach. 50 points if it goes through her head. Well, ha, ha, ha. What a lovely game. I don't think. Um, that is like serious temper tantrum. Like. Totally. Where you, you, go, like, you go above and beyond. Like That's the thing. I think a part of it. So like. 
some of it, like, I would be mad, too, if somebody threw a book at me. What the heck? But she but goes on and says, part she's is that like, she wants attention. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, she, she's very much about, like, she wants people to notice her. And I know, you know, I mean, it's a symptom of, like, how she was when she was alive. Mm-hmm. And then, it, and, you know, again, like, she's stuck in her, like, teenage, I would hate to be stuck as a teenager. I don't even think she, I think she's, like, stuck in preteen, which is, like, the worst. The, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, that cusp, that's what yeah, I'm saying. That she's, like, cuspy. 12, 13. That's yeah, the worst. you're, you're so nothing like, but I feelings. I feel for her, but also I don't. You're like, like at at that cusp age, you all you are are feelings. You're just yeah, feelings wrapped like, in skin and like mm-hmm. trying to make it through. But then this is the other thing, though. It's like you're the worst for everyone in, around you, including yourself. Including yourself. Um, it's like Carrie goes, "Who threw it at you?" Anyway, and this is what you're talking about with like she wants attention. I don't know. I was just sitting in the U bin thinking about death and it fell right through the top of my head but it's like so they didn't throw it at you it? but they also they it didn't fell. throw it at you they threw no. it in the toilet because the u-bin is like in terms of like in the toilet yeah you can't see that from the outside right you can't see what's hanging out in the u-bin so it doesn't yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah so but it's definitely like you know Taking things, like, like uber personally. I mean, it's the cuspy mm-hmm. thing, you know, like, you can't have, like, if someone says, like, don't do this or watch out for it, it's like, you can't do this. or You know what I mean? It's, like, mm-hmm. super personal when it's, like, that is not what's happening at all here. Mm-mm. Like, come on. Um, um, so she didn't even know, so she said, it's over there. It got washed out. Um, Harry and Ron look under the sink. The, a small, thin book lay there. Um, Harry stepped forward to pick it up, but Ron suddenly flung an arm out to hold him back. What, said Harry. Are you crazy, said Ron. It could be dangerous. Dangerous? Dangerous, (laughs) said Harry, laughing. Come off it. How could it be dangerous? You'd be surprised, said Ron. Some of the books the ministries confiscated, dads told me. There was one that burned your eyes out, and and everyone who read Sonnets of a Sorcerer spoke in limericks for the rest of their lives, and some old witch in Bath had a book that you could never stop reading. You just had to wander around with your nose in it, trying to do everything one-handed. And, alright, I've got the point. Also, like, I totally know that life, and I'm wondering if Harry Potter is, um, actually... The book that you can never stop reading? Yeah, I'm like, is it enchanted? Is this really us? Like, or are we, do we not have a choice in this? Right. Um, because, raise your hand if you ever ran into anything, because you were trying to read and, like, multitask. We both right, raised our hand. Mean, if I'm, like, at the end of a chapter, when I have to get off Bart... Oh, it's a shrug. It's a wrap. I be like, okay, I'm looking up. Kind, of, you know, I'm better yeah. at it now because of like, you know, cell phones and stuff. Like, no one ever really watches where they're going anymore, so I'm better at it. But I'm still like reading. I like make my way to the escalator and sit there. Like, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's definitely um, when I a struggle. when I like first moved. So you remember when I lived in San Francisco and I lived in the Hate? Uh, there was like the I had literally just moved like I had been packing and unpacking and like it was that like same weekend I just moved into my new place I was reading some book I don't even know what the book is now looked up past my stop by like a good long ways and then like didn't really know where I was so I had to like walk back and I was like I'm gonna follow the tracks and hopefully like catch the train going the opposite way um I was like so far out like I was I went from the hate to like like halfway through Golden Gate Park which means nothing to anyone that's not in Bay Area but that's like 
I was a good mile and a half past where I lived and like had no idea where I was all because I was into some book that I can't even remember now, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. good at the moment. So book addicts anonymous. <laughs> um, so, well, we won't yeah. find out. Right. Says the other book. Addicts <laughs> in this situation. Um, well, we won't find out um, unless we look at it. Harry said, and he ducked around Ron and picked it up off the floor. He saw at once that it was a diary, and the faded year on the cover told him it was 50 years old. He opened it eagerly. On the first page, he could make out the name T.M. Riddle in Smudge Geek. How about you just set that book back now? How about we just... I mean, Ron made a very good case about all the reasons why... He shouldn't. You shouldn't. But it's Harry... It's Harry Potter. And what else is he gonna do? Of course he's gonna pick up the book. Yeah. Like... That nobody knows. But also, and of course, like he goes, we'll never know unless we look at it. We won't find out. Well, maybe you're not willing to be, to have his eyes burned out by a book (laughs) as long as he he, was able to figure out what it is. Yeah. Which is like. Damn Gryffindors, man. Which is like, I get like, I get curiosity, right? Like, but curiosity petrified the cat, yo. Like, we we talked about this. (laughs) And when there is a. person that grew up in this world like with you have this like ambassador to this world who is laying out all of the ways in which this could go wrong and you know that they're in it for your best interest you know what I mean like it's like if Draco was like oh don't pick up the book then okay but like Ron is not trying to like you know like he's doing this for your own good mm-hmm. and Harry just thinks that and I it I don't understand, like, given his background, like, he's so, the you know, he should be, like, don't ask questions, and I kind of get, like, the Dursleys tell you not to ask questions, so then you're more curious, because, like, now you're in a place where you can, you can freely and openly ask questions, mm-hmm. but the stakes are so high, there are people, you know what I mean, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And again, it I makes no sense. and I go back to like, and you're twelve. I was gonna say he's in that preteen situation too. He tripping. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's tripping. He tripping. All right. That's an excuse, but you know. Um, um. Okay. Moral of the Hang story: Harry be tripping. Yeah, get out of those years as quickly as you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I still like to be honest. I still have a, like a di- like one of my diaries from seventh grade, and I I'm horrible. I I read that shit and laugh like, wow, you were yo. I mean, the thing is, is like I kind of feel bad for you know what I mean. Like I feel bad for people at this age, but also they're the worst. And that was literally when I was reading my diary from when from, that was like what nine ten years ago. I was like, mm, I read my you calm down, but also right? I feel bad for you that you were like this distraught about some shit that really does not matter. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I read my like cuspy diary and I was like, I I didn't like a single person. And I have, you know, there's like that thing same, where it's like, same. everyone yeah, is like, on like your ch- but you're it's complaining like, about all of your friends. You're like, they're the worst. <laughs> And my, for me, my when I was that age, it was right around the Mean Girls time. So we yeah. were all obsessed with like comparing each other and... to like characters in the Mean Girls. Oh yeah, which was the which was also just 
terrible. It was terrible. They're called Mean Girls. Why do you? Why do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't learn a thing from. You missed exactly. that entire point. The, the entire point of the movie. Just, the entire oh. point of the movie. I totally missed it. <laughs> I totally missed it at the time. It, yeah, that's the thing. I'm like reading the shit. Like why? Why? Yeah. Well, I had this like thought like because I was rereading my diary and it, you know there's that thing where it's like. If you keep finding yourself in the same situation, like, the the one consistent thing is you. So, mm-hmm. it's like... And I was reading it, and I was like, girl, <laughs> you're the problem. Like, right. I'm a page in, and I can already let you know right. that you're the, you're the issue. Mm-hmm. It's not him. It's not, you know, Eric or Sasha or whoever the hell, you know, exactly. was mad. Yeah. I was mad at that day. And I had like, and I was like such a like conspiracy theorist, which I still kind of <laughs> am. But you know, it was like, you know, they must be ganging up to get me, and I don't know why everyone's treating me this way. I don't know what I did to deserve this kind of treatment. It's like, <laughs> y'all all twelves and in your feelings. Exactly. But you read their diaries too. Everybody, everybody's everybody's horrible at that time. No one should have any friends when they're twelve and thirteen. Just stay by yourself. Um, just stay chill by yourself. Chill. Um, okay. Um, hang on, said Ron. I know that name. T. M. Riddle. He got got an award for special services to the school fifty years ago. How on earth do you know that? Said Harry. Because Filch made me, made me polish his shield about fifty times in the de- in detention. That was the one I burped slugs all over. If you'd wipe slime off a name for an hour, you'd remember it, too. True story. Um, so Harry, like, is looking through the pages, um, but there's no writing in it. Um, he never wrote in it, he Harry never, said, disappointed. Disappo- just nosy. So nosy. Just nosy. Um, I wonder why someone wanted to flush it away, said Ron. Um, Harry turned to the back cover of the book and saw the printed name of a variety store on uh, Vauxhall, Vauxhall Road, um, London. Um, he must have been muggle-born, said Harry thoughtfully, to have bought a diary from Vauxhall Road. Um, well, we know he's muggle-raised, so... Yeah. Good context clues, Harry. Um, well, it's not much use to you, said Ron. 50 points, and then he dropped his voice. 50 points if if you can get it through Myrtle's nose. Because he's mean. He's not mean. Damn it, Ron. He's not Damn mean, it, he's sarcastic. No, he's just immature. He's just 12. Yeah, but this is also like kind um, of his humor. Like, no, I don't yeah, think he, you know. he doesn't actually mean it. Yeah. He's just sarcastic uh, as hell. Um, mm-hmm. Harry, Harry, however, pocketed it. why? That's my only note. Yeah. Why? Nosy. Why? Why? Tell him that is Harry's nature. <laughs> why? 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 Do we do, do a sex way? way. <laughs> um, okay, um, Hermione left the hospital wing de-whiskered, tailless, and fur-free. At the, um, at the beginning of, of February. February. She went all so of January in the hospital wing. Damn. That's a Damn. Lot. And uh, January's a long-ass so, month. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, on her first evening back, um, Harry showed her... Uh, Riddle's diary and told her the story of how they found it. Ooh, it might have hidden powers, said Hermione, taking it, taking the diary and looking at it closely. If it has, it's hiding them very well, said Ron. Maybe it's shy. I don't know why you don't chuck it, Harry. I wish I knew why someone did try to chuck it, said Harry. I wouldn't mind knowing how Riddle got an award for special services to Hogwarts either. 
Could have been anything, said Ron. Maybe he got 30 OWLs or saved a, a teacher from the giant squid. Maybe he murdered Myrtle. That would have done everyone a favor. Awkward. Kind of true. It's uh-huh. totally true, but awkward as fuck. Because uh-huh. <laughs> he was totally joking, and then... Yeah. Whoops. Um, um, but, but Harry, Harry could tell... Oh. oh, go ahead. Harry could tell from the arrested look on Hermione's face that she was thinking what he was thinking. What, said Ron, looking from one to the other. Well, the Chamber of Secrets opened 50 years ago, wasn't it, he said. That's what Malfoy said. Yeah, said Ron Silly. And this diary is 50 years old, said Hermione, tapping it excitedly. <laughs> so? I just love that, like, Ron is, like, not, his, his, you know, he's not connecting back here. No. Oh, Ron, wake up, said Hermione. We know the person who opened the chamber last time was expelled 50 years ago. We know T.M. Riddle got an award for special services to the school 50 years ago. Well, what if Riddle got his special award for catching the heir Slytherin? His diary would possibly, would probably tell us everything, including where the chamber is and how to open it and what sort of creatures lives in it. The person who's behind the attacks this time wouldn't want that lying around, would they? That's a brilliant theory, Hermione, with just one tiny little flaw. There's nothing written in the diary. But Hermione is pulling her wand out of her bag. Where do y'all keep wands? Feels like they could get cracked in your bag. Maybe they're a feels like more durable, but I feel like Hermione's bag specifically is probably not a good place. Yeah. But maybe she puts it, like, on top of her stuff as opposed to, you know what I mean? Maybe she's got a spell so that like, it's not cloaks, moving around. And then, like, in there's, like, a little pocket. Yeah. Like, little, I would like, think that there should be, like, a, yeah, like, a nifty little pocket, but... I think that's why it's really difficult when they're in muggle clothing. Mm-hmm. Because you can't put it in your back pocket because you'll blow off your buttocks. Yeah. Thanks, Mad-Eye. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> It might be invisible ink. She tapped the diary three times and said, At Parisium. Nothing happened. Ooh, new spell. Um, <laughs> undaunted, Hermione showed her hand, shoved her hand back into her wand and pulled out what appeared to be a bright red eraser. It's a revealer. I got it in Diagon Alley, she said. She rubbed hard on January the 1st. Nothing happened. I'm telling you, there's nothing to find in there. Riddle just got a diary for Christmas and couldn't be bothered filling it in. Um, so... Some things here. If they if they're thinking like they're on the right track, right, and they're thinking the diary might hold like how he caught the air Slytherin, yeah. but why aren't they? To me, and maybe it's just because you know hindsight bias or whatever. Hindsight is twenty twenty or whatever that saying is. If they are looking to be like, oh, it's showing you how. It probably is telling how he caught the air Slytherin. It also stands to reason that the person who was was using it just reverse engineered how he caught it, caught or got into the chamber, and then opened the chamber again. Does that make sense? Like say it again. So if they're if, if they're giving like Riddle the benefit of the doubt and saying like everything, the diary is probably like a how to to catch the air Slytherin. Okay, you're saying why couldn't it be that he is the heir of Slytherin? No, I'm saying the person who had the diary for, like, uh-huh. you know, who threw it at oh, Myrtle, uh-huh. yeah. wouldn't it be, it seems obvious or logical that they would have taken all of those, like, clues on how he caught the heir to... Right, instead of... Well, maybe to open it again. That nobody ever, maybe, nobody, maybe they're assuming that no one ever opened it. But, but they, then I also think that they're giving him the benefit of the doubt because he's, um, 
No, I mean, yeah. That's a special services. No, no, no. It's totally fine to give Riddle the benefit of the doubt, but I'm saying, like, the question shouldn't be what's in the diary. The question should be who chucked it. Because whoever chucked it probably has figured out the diary and knows how to get into the chamber, and it's probably the person attacking the students. Yeah. That's how my brain would go, right? Well, I don't think they would go so far as to attacking the students only because... I don't know. If, I don't think that they're that they re, they don't realize that the diary is what's being used to attack the students. You know what I mean? No, but they. But um, Hermione says um, his diary would probably tell us everything: where the chamber is, and how to open it, and what sort of creature lives in it. The person who's behind the attacks this time wouldn't want that lying around, would they? So she's already kind of connecting the dots that the person who. Um, who's behind the attacks wouldn't want the diary around to, like, help the person. So are they assuming... Oh, okay, I think I get what you're saying. But they should have... Okay, at that point, so you're assuming that um, the person who's attacking the students wouldn't want the diary lying around? It seems to me that you should not be so worried about what's in the diary and just be focused on who chucked the diary. Right. No, I get that. Yeah. I get that. All right, so let's um, okay. move on. Um, Harry couldn't explain, even to himself, why he didn't just throw Riddle's diary away. Horcrux. The fact that even... I was going to say that. The fact was that even though he knew the diary was blank, he kept absentmindedly picking it up and turning the pages as though it were a story he wanted to finish. Um, so, yeah, Horcrux. I, like, it's definitely making him keep it. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, like, in his mind and his, like... It's being used so that he... Because, you know, this is this is around the time where it actually... Where Riddle um, starts to target him specifically. Yeah. So it's much more about, like, getting to Harry and connecting through Horcruxes and shit. But I also wonder if Horcruxes... Making him... I wonder if Horcruxes are um, attracted to each other. So if they're in the nearest vicinity. I think they are for sure. I think they are for sure. But I also think that um, in this particular time, because... Obviously, Voldemort doesn't realize that Harry has a Horcrux in him. Like no one, yeah, knows no one knows that. Has a Horcrux in him. So I mean, maybe Dumbledore, but um, no one other than him. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. So what I'm thinking is that it's probably just you because you know what I mean. Like the the diary is able to you know Horcruxes can possess people like regardless of if they also have a piece of the same. Yeah, it possess, it's possessed. It's possessed already. So yeah. Exactly. So. Um, but it's definitely working some kind of... Ma- like, it's making him keep it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's watching him, and then later it only re- reveals itself when he's by himself. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that's true. It's sinister. Um, okay. Um, Harry was sure he had never heard the name T.M. Riddle before. It still seemed to mean something to him, almost as though Riddle was a friend he ha- he'd had when he was very small and half and had half forgotten. That's because a piece of him is inside of you. Um, uh-huh. That's what she said. <laughs> that is what she Sorry. said. It is what she said. Um, but this was absurd. He'd never had friends before Hogwarts. Dudley had made sure of that. So sad. Of course, they always just put a little thing in there and make you just hate the Dursleys a little bit more. That's cool. Break your heart a little, um, tiny bit. Just you know, a little bit. Um, nevertheless, Harry was determined to find out more about Riddle. So next day at break, he headed for the trophy room to examine for to examine Riddle's special award, accompanied by an interested Hermione and a thoroughly unconvinced Ron, who told them he'd seen enough of the trophy room to last him a lifetime. Um, 
so they're like kind of checking it. It didn't carry any details of why it had been given to him. However, they did find Riddle's name on an old medal for magical merit and on a list of old head boys. He sounds like Percy, said Ron. Prefect, head boy, probably top of every class. You say that like that's a bad thing, said Hermione in a slightly hurt voice. Aww. He's only saying it like that because it's Percy. Well, because but, he also, because he's like, um, in his mind, Percy, it's not the accomplishments that make him, it's the pompousness of Percy. You know what I mean? That's what if I'm Percy saying. I know, that's why I'm saying. He's yeah. only saying it because it's Percy, not, like if it was Hermione, I mean, he might tease Hermione a little bit, but... I feel but like it would be the about, way, like how Percy acts, than it is like the actual title. Exactly, and it's like if Percy had a little bit of chill, yeah, wouldn't be in this. Know. But he doesn't. So the sun had begun to shine weakly on Hogwarts again. Inside the castle, the mood had grown more hopeful. There had been no more attacks since those on Justin and nearly headless Nick. And Madame Pomfrey was pleased to report that the Mandrakes mm-hmm. were becoming moody and secretive, meaning they were fast leaving childhood. And they're getting to that cuspy age of disgusting that we just talked about, but... I love how they're moody and secretive. That's so Drake! It's moody and secretive. It's so Drake. The Witherton canon of Mandrake is just getting more and more... It's, it's getting stronger. It's actually the best thing ever. Um, so, yeah, and also um, shout out to Amani for that awesome... Um, it was two weeks ago now, but... That, it was. I showed that to my dad and he was cracking up. <laughs> it, was it was so great. Um... um um, but yeah, so that's the other thing. So there had been no more attacks. That's because Jenny doesn't have a diary. Yeah. And Harry has it. And so. Yeah. Um, so the moment their yeah. acne clears up, they'll be ready for repotting again. Harry heard her telling Filch kindly. They gotta glow up first before they're. They gotta glow up the way that, you know, like how Drake got all the muscles. You know, Drake had about like three glow ups though. Really? Like. He just keeps yeah, glowing. Yeah, because if you. Because, I mean, it's like different levels. He's like. I don't know. It's like, because, okay, so if you think about him when he was first in Degrassi. Yeah, he was super skinny and awkward. Yeah, versus, and it's like, versus like after he gets shot. Yeah, and he becomes like the coach. That was a glow up. up. And and his hair, he cuts his hair. And then between Degrassi and then when he becomes Drake, he had a little glow up Mm -hmm. because he has some swag and like, you know. That's my favorite Drake. And then he kind of just like, you know. Now he's got all these big muscles. And then he, like, glowed the fuck up, and now he's, like, yeah. But I don't really like the, I don't like all the muscles. I kind of wish we would go back to the first, the second glow up, I guess. I was like, not the first one. Not the first one, the second one. (laughs) Not with his lapsided fro. No, 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 when he became Drake, and he still had the swag, but he was still, like, lice and not so, you you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. But... Drake, you can definitely, you can he, keep glowing he up. Had levels. Yeah, you, there's levels, levels to your there's levels to your glow, and we're all about it. And, uh, and that's what the Mandrakes have to do. Yep, they gotta glow up. Once they're acting, they gotta glow up a couple times. You know, they gotta you know they gotta pimp my pot. You know, they gotta you know get their own <laughs> thing going on. Um, <laughs> okay, so anyway. we won't have long until we're cutting them up and stewing them. You have the snurf back in no time. I'm very attached to the Mandrakes though, and you can just go cut them up. Um, so we gotta save all the Muggleborns. I understand that, but, like, I know when they're hotline bling, that can only mean one thing, you know, that they gotta... It's time to cut them up and put them in a potion. It's time to cut them up and put them in a potion. I know that, (laughs) but, you know, these days all I see is you, 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 you. I don't know where that was going. Mm, I don't know either. Okay. So, (laughs) it... 
Perhaps the heir of Slytherin had lost his or her nerve, thought Harry. It must be getting riskier and riskier to open the Chamber of Secrets, with the school so alert and suspicious. Perhaps the monster, whatever it was, was even settling itself down to hibernate for another 50 years. Ernie Macmillan of Hufflepuff didn't take this cheerful view. He was still convinced that Harry was the guilty, guilty one, that he had given himself away at the dueling club. Peeves wasn't helping matters. He kept popping up in the crowded corridor singing, Oh, Potter, you rotter. Now with a dance routine to match. Two things. Oh, Peeves. Peeves. You can never really hate Peeves. You can't really. And he's like an equal you can opportunity. Ernie. Ernie needs to go sit down. Yeah, he's, Peeves. Peeves an equal opportunity is, problem. Yeah, um, exactly. It's just like you happen to be like who he's focused on right now, but don't worry. He likes chaos. Yeah. He'll focus on someone yeah, sooner or later. But Ernie is like the problem. And it's kind of funny, like no, I keep saying funny, but it's not funny. It's interesting that he's allowed to just like say like to to just like disparage Harry, you know what I mean? Like, you talked about Mean Girls, you know? Like, the big crux of Mean Girls is, like, they found this slam book and they're saying all these horrible things and they're spreading these rumors. And Mm -hmm. Ernie is literally doing that right now. Like, just going around being like, you know that Potter, that guy that you have potions with, is killing folk. It's like, you can't... What? Like, no. This is libelous. We need a wizard lawyer in here. This is libel. They have to have lawyers in the wizarding world, right? They, I think they do because they have the wizard gamut and stuff. But I'm just saying, like. But then, like, they didn't really have. They didn't give law, uh, Harry a lawyer. Are they not entitled to lawyers? Well, I think Dumbledore kind of served as that when he was like. He did, but they weren't. They were. Really they weren't trying to give Harry a fair shake, regardless, right? They weren't. That's true. So, we don't really have an idea of. Yeah. I mean, he probably would have gotten... The only other trials we see aren't fair, and that's the Barty Crouch with the Death Eater. Yeah. So we really don't know what a fair trial looks like in the Wizarding World. I'd be curious to see that. Or at least in, like, the British Wizarding World. Yeah, so, um... But that's neither here nor there. Unless you want to write about it for Hogwarts VSU, and you have to go in front of the Wizarding Gambit. We're actually going to get to a point later in this book where we see another, like... The Ministry, like, um, judicial, whatever. Justice. Um, judicial, or justice system is, like... A problem. Fucked, bro. Well, you know, this kind of... you want to be black in the wizarding world? It kind of reminds me, though, of, like, after, um, like, the good, like, the interesting thing is, like... Talking about they're not racist, but there's hella black people in Azkaban. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Why do you do this? Um, I was just saying, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, you know, like, after... 9-11 9-11 or after, even, like, right now with, like, the FBI trying to go after the Apple to get into that dude's phone, it's, like, when mm-hmm. there is, like, a time of crisis, like, yeah, the first thing that goes out of the window is, like, all of your, like, j- like, sense of justice and fairness and, like, the, sy- the like, you want to make the system work for you regardless, like, does, does that make sense? Like, all of the rules and regulations that you set up to make sure that people are protected are the first things to go. Um, yeah. And, you know, Star Trek, which I can't watch because I have no internet, but they talk about this on The Next Generation a lot, too. You know, it's like, um, I think in the post that I wrote, I included a picture of uh, Captain Picard, and he's like, um, oh, safety, the um, go-to, the fallback of the oppressor, you know, like. Mm-hmm. So I think because of when the ministry pops up in these books, it makes sense that they just don't have no kind of sense of, ju- like, we don't see any, like, 
fair justice in these books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Gilderoy Lockhart seemed to think ugh. he himself had made the attack stop. Harry overheard him telling Professor McGonagall so while the Gryffindors were lining up for transfiguration. I don't think there'll be any more trouble, Minerva. I think the chamber has been locked for good this time. The culprit must have known it was only a matter of time before I caught him. Rather sensible to stop now before I came down hard on him. You know what this school needs now is a morale booster. Wash away the memories of last term. I won't say any more just now, but I think it's going to... I think I know just the thing. Please he don't. He tapped his nose again and strode out off. You should just go Please away. don't. How about that? I think that's a great morale booster if you just leave. Lockhart's idea of a morale booster became clear at breakfast time on February 14th, Valentine's Day. Harry had, hadn't had much sleep because of a late-running Quidditch practice the night before, but he hurried down to the Great Hall slightly late. He thought for a moment he'd walked through the wrong door. The walls were covered with large, lurid pink flowers. Worse, still, heart-shaped confetti had been falling from the pale blue ceiling. Harry went over to the Gryffindor table where Ron was sitting, looking sickened, and Hermione seemed to have seemed to have been overcome with giggles. What's going on? Harry asked them. Ron pointed to the teacher's table, apparently too disgusted to speak. Lockhart, wearing lurid pink robes to match the decorations, was waving for silence. The teachers on either side of him were looking stony-faced. From where he sat, Harry could see a muscle going in Professor McGonagall's cheek. Snape looked as though someone had just fed him a large beaker of Skelligrow. I wonder what, if Dumbledore's there, what's he doing? Uh, I feel like he must not be there. Music. Right, I feel like Dumbledore's over here, like, humming to himself, just, chilling. Just chilling. <laughs> Whatever Dumbledore's smoking, I kind of want some. This is right. The funniest thing about this is like while it's like ridiculous, it's so up Dumbledore's alley. Yeah. So I'm not even mad at him. Like this is totally a thing Dumbledore. Like no matter who like um, suggested, he'd be like, "Yeah, let's do that." Yeah, this is this is decorate the, de- the Great Hall in pink and like sing songs he, and like, like he pads. loves like the knitting patterns yeah, and you know yeah like he just like mm-hmm. oh, did you just say kissograms? Hey, I did. Pond. I didn't mean to, but I did. It's whatever. Um, Amelia. <laughs> Amelia. What happened to Amelia? That was a brilliant name. Sorry. Um, <laughs> where was I going with this? Yeah, that is like, but all of that stuff, like you said, is like, that is quintessential Dumbledore. So yeah, yeah. you can't even really like, it's annoying because it's lo- It's like being spurred on by Lockhart and it gets a little weird. And it's also like later as we see, it's like a little bit invasive yeah, and like, it, or a lot invasive. Yeah, it's gonna, it gets um, weird. Whereas like. But the decorations and the, things and like this and getting people yeah. into the spirit of Valentine's Day is fine. If not, like you know, there's like Harry and Ron are still twelve, so they're they're still in that kind of like ugh, like Ooh, cooties. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm sure like the older students are like they might think it's like lame and corny, yeah. but they're not like it's not disgusting, you know, by any means. Right. All right, so. Um, so, happy Valentine's Day, Lockhart shouted, and may I thank the 46 people who have so far sent me cards. Yes, I have taken the liberty of arranging this little surprise for you all, and it doesn't end here. Um, he clapped his hands, and through the doors to the entrance hall marched a dozen surly-looking dwarves, not just any dwarves, however. Lockhart had them all wearing golden wings and carrying harps. So rude. My friendly card-carrying cupids, beamed Lockhart. They will be roving around the school today delivering your valentines, and the fun doesn't stop here. I'm sure my colleagues will want to enter into the spirit of the occasion. Why not ask Professor Snape 
to show you how to whip up a love potion. And while you're at it, Professor Flitwick knows more about entrancing enchantments than any wizard I'd ever met, the sly old dog. At least he's giving <laughs> some, Professor like, Flitwick. he's, like, giving some, like, props to the other teachers instead of being, like, True. I, like, um, he's, you know. I'll teach you how to do the love potion. Yeah, like, like mm, Professor nope. Flitwick makes the best <laughs> enchanting ch- enchantments after myself, of course, ha ha ha, or whatever, you know. Right, he didn't say that, yeah. Professor Flitwick buried his face in his hands. Snape was looking as though the first person to ask him for a love potion would be force-fed poison. <laughs> also, love potions are dangerous. Really Snape's antagonism toward Lockhart. Like, I feel like if you're going to be that way, you should do it to people who are deserving. Yes, but I also, like, at the on the flip side, really love Lockhart's antagonizing of Snape. Oh, yeah. You know, because it kind of reminds me, like, like this reminds me of the, um, uh, Umbridge? Thank you. Where Umbridge is like, so you've been unsuccessful at the, you know, and he goes, this is Rickman, Alan Rickman, not Snape, but, you know. Although he says it in this, I think he says it in the same line, but yeah. It's it's Alan Rickman's line. It is. You know? (laughs) Obviously. You know, like... Mm-hmm. It tickles you a little bit. You're like, ha-ha, look at you getting your comeuppance. Um, exactly. But yeah, so all day long, the dwarves kept barging into their classes to deliver valentines to the annoyance of the teachers. And late that afternoon, as the Gryffindors were walking upstairs for charms, one of the dwarves caught up with Harry. Oi, you, Harry Potter, shouted a particularly grim-looking dwarf. Also, this is kind of like rude. This is like... It totally The is. way they do like uh, little people when they like make them dress up as gnomes and... Mm-hmm. Cupid, um, actually. So yeah. Um, um. So he's elbowing people out of the way to get to Harry, hot all over at the thought of being given a Valentine in front of a line of first years, which happened to include, um, to Jenny Weasley. Harry tried to escape. The dwarf, however, cut his way through the crowd by kicking people's shins and reached him before he had gone two paces. I've got a um, musical message to deliver to Harry Potter in person, he said. Not here, Harry hissed. Stay still. Um, sorry. Uh, this dwarf is really, like, um... He's, like... Aggressive. He's, like, Southside Diagon Alley dwarf. Oh, hi, Ami. Sorry, that was... Um, I was really trying to get her to go away without, like, interrupting. <laughs> it took sorry. Minute. She waved at you. Oh. Um... <laughs> Anyway, back to... Yeah, back to this. Um, so, let me go, Harry Snow, tugging. Because, um, with a loud ripping noise, his back split in two, his books, wand, parchment, and quill spilled onto the floor, his ink bottle smashed over everything. Harry scrambled around... Can I say really quickly? This is the other thing about 12-year-olds. Like, he's, he's like, so embarrassed that he's trying really hard to get... You realize you're, like, embarrassing yourself more at trying to run away from this. Just take the thing and be yeah. like, all right. But it is a musical, <laughs> like, it's a L. musical message, but, but yeah. It is, but I'm saying, like, take the L. He, he could have taken it, they were, he made it longer. He made it worse, yes, yeah, it definitely. What? But I know he, like, panicked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I still do that, too, like, and so even... Totally, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I haven't been 12 he's for like, a while. like, I don't want to, <laughs> and then the dwarf is, like, literally coming after, like, he's about to tackle you. Yeah. You gotta You just gotta, you just gotta take it. So, what's going on here came the cold, drawling voice of Draco Malfoy. Like, this ain't none of your business. Um, Harry started stuffing everything feverishly into his ripped bag, desperate to get away before Malfoy could hear his musical valentine. What's all this commotion, said another familiar voice. Percy Weasley arrived. 
Losing his head, Harry tried to make a run for it, but the dwarf seized him around the knees and brought him crashing to the floor. Like, like Harry. That's intense. The dwarf is determined. Just. Clearly. Like Bayana said. He really just tackled you. Bayana said, take this L. Right, it's, he said, it's sitting, come on, regardless, clearly. sitting on Harry's ankles. Here's your singing valentine. His eyes are as green as the fresh pickled toad. His hair is as dark as a blackboard. I wish he was mine. He's really divine. The hero who conquered the Dark Lord. Was that Jenny? It is. Totally Jenny. Awkward. Awkward. But also, Awkward. can we like take a moment to think about in our head? It's very cute, um, but also like, dang. Harry and Jenny at 30 years old. And Harry, like, Jenny's doing the, Jenny's doing the dishes, and Harry just walks behind her and starts singing, and she just gets beat red, like, oh, come on, I was 12, <laughs> or 11, like 11, I was 11, <laughs> let it go, dude, you're, like, that was almost 20 years yeah. ago, bro, Jenny's like, you're not as cute as you were back then, right now, nope. in this moment, <laughs> your eyes have, they've been a little bit, a little murky, yeah, right your hair, your hair's a little your gray, hair's a little gray. <laughs> um, damn, um, so cute. Harry would have given all the gold and green gods to evaporate to evaporate on the spot. You could just learn trying how to evaporate. valiantly to laugh along with everyone else. He got up, his feet numb from the weight of the dwarf, as Percy Weasley did his best to disturb to disperse the crowd, some of whom were quant- crying with mirth. I would totally cry. I would totally mm-hmm. be laughing at this. Um, off you go, off you go. The bell rang five minutes ago. Off to class now, and you, Malfoy. Um, Harry, glancing over, saw Malfoy stoop and snatch up something. Leering, he showed it to Crabbe and Goyle, and Harry realized he got um, Riddle's diary. Give that back, he said. Wonder what Potter's written in this, who obviously, said Malfoy, who obviously hadn't noticed the year on the cover and thought he had, he had Harry's own diary. A hush of onlookers uh, fell over the onlookers. Ginny was staring from the diary to Harry, looking terrified. Um, handed over, and that's the other thing is like it totally for Jenny. I'm sure the mortification totally went into like, oh shit, now he's yeah. like a different type of terror being like scared. But, um, handed over Malfoy said Percy sternly, when I've had a look, said Malfoy, um, damn, go, he's what? Um, like, you little 12 year old. As a school prefect, but Harry had lost his temper, he pulled his wand and shot it, it's and just as Snape had disarmed Blackheart, Phil Malfoy found the diary shooting out of his hand into the air. Ron grinned broadly and caught it. Harry, no magic in the corridors. I'll have to report this, you know. But Harry Percy. didn't care. He was one up on, Mal- on Malfoy, and that was worth five points from Gryffindor any day. Malfoy was looking furious, and as Ginny passed him to enter her classroom, he yelled spitefully after her, I don't think Potter liked your valentine much. Jenny covered her face with her hands and ran into class. Snarling, Ron pulled out his wand too, but Harry pulled him away. Ron didn't need to spend the whole of Christmas charms, the whole of charms belching slugs, because his wand is so broken. Malfoy is such a problem! He is. And poor Jenny, man. Jenny is gone. Jenny's first year ever. Yes, and the worst like, like five like, minutes. Jenny is gone from like. That's a lot. Being in love and giddy and thinking that she did something really cool and cute. To, to have to watch it and see Harry, like, freak out. Yes. And then everyone laughs. And then realize and that then Harry has this diary that she knows is just... Yeah. Then on top so of that, some, like, serious t- shit. Some serious, yeah, terrifying shit. And then Malfoy being Malfoy and for what? Ugh. 
Malfoy gonna Malfoy. Draco gonna Drake. Um, it wasn't until they <laughs> Draco gonna Drake. Lit. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't until they had reached Professor Flitwick's class that Harry noticed something rather odd about Riddle's diary. All his other books were drenched in scarlet ink. The diary, however, was as clean as it had been before the ink bottle had smashed all over it. Um, it only takes him that which makes it stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried to point this out to Ron, but Ron was having trouble with his wand again. Large purple bubbles were blossoming out of the end, and he wasn't much interested in anything else. So he couldn't ask for a new wand like around Christmas time. You know, it's been some months. Yeah. Actually, no, the inquiry was happening. Yeah. So maybe not. But I just feel like a teacher, somebody should, at this point, it's like an entire... They don't have, like, a loner wand. You know, they got loner books. Like, it's not going to work as well, but, dude. At least you won't, like... uh, like Hurt yourself or... or Yeah. Harry went to bed before any left in his dormitory that night. This was partly because he didn't think he could stand Fred and George singing. His eyes are as green as a fresh pickle toad. Also, like, that's not even cute. (laughs) A fresh pickle toad. Like, it couldn't have been... (laughs) emeralds or some right shit. that doesn't rhyme that doesn't rhyme with um what is it supposed to rhyme with blackboard no oh it doesn't even rhyme because it's divine is after that yeah i don't know oh well hindsight it's blackboard that. and dark lord that rhyme it like yeah but the other two don't yeah that's a that's a thing that i can't think of right now i ambit pentameter no it's not i don't know it might be no, no it's not it's not that, no, but it's a thing, and we know uh, that because we're smart, but we don't know it because... Hashtag literature, but also, <laughs> I didn't study poetry like that. Um, um, so... But also um, partly so, because he so wanted to re-examine because... Riddle's diary again and knew yeah. that Ron thought he was wasting his time. Um, if Ron hadn't been preoccupied with his wand, he could have possibly been like, yo, there... Something's going yeah, on. Yeah. Toss that, it's dangerous. <laughs> um, Harry sat on his four poster and flicked through the blank pages, not one of which had a trace of scarlet ink on it. Ooh, excuse me. Then he pulled a new bottle out of his bedside cabinet, dipped his quill into it, and dropped a blot onto the first page of the diary. The ink shone brightly on the paper for a second, and then, as though it was being sucked into the page, vanished. Um, excited, Harry loaded up his quill a second time and wrote, My name is Harry Potter. The words shone momentarily on the page, and they too sank without a trace. Then at last, something happened. Oozing back out of the page in his very own ink came words Harry had never written. Hello, Harry Potter. My name is Tom Riddle. How did you come by my diary? How about we no longer speak to this person, Harry? Peace. How about this? How about you just be like, that's weird. Now I'm done. All right, we figured it out. Let's take this thing to Dumbledore. If you write in it, they write back. It's clearly possessed, and it's clearly, like, not something that you should be messing with. Again! Instead, he writes, um, someone tried to flush it down the toilet. He don't Um, need to know all this stuff. You don't. Um, lucky that I had recorded my memories in some more lasting way than ink, but I always knew there would be those who would not want this diary read. Also, can we just talk about this last sentence? I always knew... Oh, time out. Can I just say, oh. they don't want you to read the diary. <laughs> All right, Deech lead. <laughs> they being us. <laughs> but, okay, go yeah. ahead. Um, so, Bayana, like, alluded earlier to the dude who had, like, this amazing Twitter rant about white people in horror movies, or in movies in general, and, like, the things that mm-hmm. they do, um, and being like, 
don't bring me into it, which was like yeah. the part that was like so real. That was the funniest part. Yeah, well, I was like dying. He said something like, like, if you tear, he's like, he said something like, if your ex boyfriend murders your whole family on your birthday, don't hang out with me. And you know he's out, he broke out of jail, don't hang out with me on your birthday. Right? Don't, I don't need to be here. Valid. Valid. But <laughs> the diary just told you. I always knew that there would be those who would not want this diary read. Harry's ass is like, what do you mean? It's like, oh, well, yeah, all right. They don't want they don't want you to read the diary. They don't. I'm not going to. And for once, they are right. They're not trying to hold It's not back. even for once. It's like, <laughs> they have been telling you, yeah. Harry, for a while to, like, mind your business. Yeah. He doesn't listen to that. Mm-mm. Um, so I mean that I mean, this diary holds memories of terrible things, things that were covered up, things that happened at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. One, you didn't need to say like we know what Hogwarts is. You need to go with the whole title. Yeah. But two, this diary holds memories of terrible things. All right, good luck with that. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I got enough terrible yeah. things on my own. I'm an orphan. Somebody trying to kill me. People kill getting getting got. I don't need your problems. People are getting got. Um, instead, that's where I am now. I'm at Hogwarts, and horrible stuff's been happening. Do you know anything about the Chamber of Secrets? My fucking Can I just say I I get like cutting movies. You know, you don't want to have a whole conversation when you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, but I like that this has more like preamble other than just like my name is Harry Potter. Hi Harry Potter. My name is Tom Riddle. Do you know anything about the Chamber of Secrets? Yes. Can you tell me? No. But I can show. Like, come on now. That's like three seconds and you don't know each other. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, of course I know about the Chamber of Secrets. In my day, they told us it was a legend that did not exist, but this was a lie. In my fifth year, the chamber was opened and the monster attacked several students, finally killing one. I caught the person who'd opened the chamber and he was expelled. But the headmaster, Professor Dippet, ashamed that a thing had happened at Hogwarts, forbade me to tell the truth. A story was given out that the girl had died in a freak accident. They gave me a nice, shiny, engraved trophy for my trouble and warned me to keep my mouth shut. But I knew it could happen again. The monster lived on, and the one who had the power to release it was not imprisoned. Um, yeah. This is also, Um, like, how, you know, um, George Washington, not really George Washington, but uh, Chris Lin-Manuel as through the... Eyes and George Washington says, "You have no control." Um, let me tell you what I wish I'd known when I was young and full of glory. Dreamed, dreamed of glory. You have no control. Who lives? Who dies? Who tells your story? Because, like history, is always like what is it? History shown through the eyes of the victor, and he is rewriting history right now. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing about this being a school and like missing and them missing all of these like teachable moments. But Harry doesn't have any sense of like healthy skepticism in this moment. Like Harry nearly upset his ink bottle in a hurry to write back. It's happening again. Now there have been three attacks and no one seems to know who's behind them. Who was it last time? And it's like, Harry, just because this diary told you that, like, the guy wasn't in prison and, like, it's so, like, neatly, you know, like, this, like, when someone feeds you this, like, kind of conspiracy type of thing, you need, like, a healthy dose of skepticism, right? 
Well, I think, you know, part of it is he's 12. Yes. Um, and the other thing is that, like, Riddle is really manip- he's manipulative. And so, like, we don't, we don't see it as much when we see Voldemort. But when we see flashbacks of Tom Riddle, especially because he's supposed to be good looking on stuff, he gets what he wants through, like, manipulating people. Whereas, like, when he transitions into Voldemort, he gets it more through, like, fear. fear. Yeah. Um, he no longer has to be manipulative because people fear him. So he's like, all right, do this, do this, or I'm gonna just kill. Also, he becomes more unhinged. So he's like, I'm gonna just kill you, whatever. Yeah. It ain't no thing. Um, it ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. Anyway. Um, what? <laughs> sorry. What That's actually a song. Well, what happened? That's actually what just a song. happened? Um, it's it's a, it's a great song. You should should yes. You but anyway, um, um, yeah. So basically, so it's just a different way that he's going about it, and especially you know Harry's twelve. At like, I mean, honestly, the only reason he Harry would never do this again is because it happens now. Yeah. But if it's a, but I like to think that if he had been a little bit older, he wouldn't have done it. But you know, Harry does a lot of dumb stuff. True, throughout the years. But also, I think, um, like you said, there is something tying him. I mean, we know it's a horror crux, but, like, he feels, like, a connection to this diary, so maybe he is, like, a little bit more apt to trust it because he just has this, like, feeling about it, this, like, undescribable, like, I, I know Tom Riddle, even though I know I don't know him, but I know him type of thing. And so um, the coaxing of the like so he's already like you said like a little bit possessed already and so maybe that like goes into his lack of like really examining what this is but yeah um i can sh- or it's happening again now said harry there have been three attacks and no one seems to know who's behind them who was it last time i can show you if you like came riddle's reply you don't have to take my word for it reading rainbow sorry mm-hmm. um i can take you inside my memory of the night where i caught him harry hesitated his quill suspended over the diary. What did Riddle mean? How could he be taken inside someone else's memory? Magic. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's how. Magic. Yeah. You know, he's still he's still not used to he's only been in the world. It's been almost two years. I mean, um, this is coming from someone who every time I my dad works for an airline, y'all. He I have grown up on well, I mean, I know that. I'm yeah. saying mm-hmm, like Yeah. But, yes. but <laughs> I grew up on planes. Like, they used to just, like, throw us on a plane, and my grandparents would pick us up on the other side because it was, like, faster and cheaper than driving to San Diego from L.A. Like, it's, like, a 20-minute flight or whatever. Every time I'm in that goddamn box, I'm like, how does this work? <laughs> what is this? I don't know. What? We're in a tube, and we're flying, and I can get on the Internet? What is this magic? <laughs> I'm still confused by it. I'm still in awe of it. Been doing it very frequently my entire life. But at the same time, if I was attending a school of witchcraft and wizardry, magic. You'd have tools to explain it. You really you only have to say magic. <laughs> like, how does this work? Magic. Um he glanced he nervously. glanced nervously at the door to the dormitory, um, which was glowing dark, or growing dark. When he looked back at the diary, he saw flesh, or fresh words forming. Let me show you. Harry paused for a fraction of a second, then wrote two letters. Okay. Um, the pages of the diary began to blow as though caught in a high wind, stopping halfway through the month of June. Mouth hanging open, Harry saw that the little square for June 13th seemed to have turned into a minuscule television screen. 
His hands trembling slightly, he raised the book to press his eye against the little window, and before he knew what was happening, he was tilting forward. The window was widening. He felt his body leave his bed, and he was pitched headfirst through the opening in the page into a whirl of color and shadow. Um, so this is very similar to the Pensieve, and I'm curious if, like, it's the same magic. Like, if, um, like, if Riddle, like, saw, you mm-hmm. know, like, saw the Pensieve or something, and then, you know. Yeah, I think there's something the about, like, there's something about just, like, how you sa- you save memories, and whatever you, like, because the Pensieve is really just, like, a holder for the memories. Like, the magic, for I think, memories, comes yeah. from, like, we see, um, Dumbledore, at one point in the movie, I don't remember if it's in the book, but I assume so, like, pulling a memory out of his brain and dropping it into the Pensieve. Mm-hmm. So I feel, I feel like if you pulled the memory out and you dropped it into the book, into the diary, it's kind of the same thing. Right. And maybe you have right. to do a little bit extra work because the Pensieve is made to hold memories, but... Well, I mean, I think, I think it probably might be compatible because a piece of his soul is in there, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's probably like that coupled with the memory. Yeah, but I think I think no matter if you're using a pensieve or a book or whatever the memory holder is, when you're going into someone's memory, that's like that's what this it. is. You just kind of like fall. Yeah, into you it. fall into it. Um, mm-hmm. So his feet hit solid ground, and he stood shaking as the blurred shapes around him suddenly came into focus. He knew immediately where he was. The circular room with the sleeping portraits was Dumbledore's office, but it wasn't Dumbledore who was sitting behind the desk. A wizened, frail-looking wizard, bald except for a few wisps of white hair, Donald Trump, was reading a letter mm-hmm. by candlelight. Harry had ridiculous. never seen this man before. To, so this is Dippet. You have to do him like that, Robin. What? You have to call him Dumbledore. I don't like Dippet. Oh. But is he Trump like? No. You don't have to do him. All right. It doesn't really I apologize. Um, um, sorry I disturbed you. I'll go now, he half shouted. The wizard folded up the letter and stood up, walking past Harry without glancing at him. He went to draw the curtains at his windows. Harry looked around the office. No fox of phoenix, no whirring silver contraptions. This was Hogwarts as Riddle had known it, meaning that his unknown wizard was headmaster, not Dumbledore, and he, Harry, was little more than a phantom, completely invisible to the people of 50 years ago. Also, I like that, and I feel like, I don't know, I don't think about it that much, but, like, time travel happens in most of these books. Yep. Shout out to Jake for roll, to rolling for that, because time travel is the best. We get it in pretty much all of these books. Do we get it in um, Half-Blood Prince? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We give them all of them except for the first one. Yep. Lit. I wish this, sometimes, y'all, I wish this was vi- recorded, like, video because if you could see, like, <laughs> the pure joy and, like, the smile that just came across Bayana's face when she said lit and her, uh, like, she connected the time travel that spans throughout these movies or books. What is wrong with me today? Um, it was beautiful, though. It was beautiful. I wish y'all could have seen it. time travel. I, we, I know yes. you do. And I love, the, I love that you love it. And I also love it myself. But um, it was just like the pure joy. It was. It was. I was like. It was a pleasure to behold, and I wish that I could share it with the rest of everyone. Um, so, enter the old wizard said in a feeble boy, voice. A boy about sixteen entered, taking off his pointed hat. So, I don't know the pointed hat thing. I feel like it's just a fashion thing, but I don't get it. 
It's just a wizard witch thing. Like, Harry, they wear them sometimes, too. I know, but you see it, like, well, I guess it is 50 years ago, so, because I was going to say, you see, like, McGonagall wearing it, so it's, like, I think it's, like, an old-fashioned trend that's just kind of fallen out. Um, So, a silver prefect's badge was glinting on his chest. He was much taller than Harry. He, too, had jet black hair. Ah, Riddle. You wanted to see me, Professor Dippet, said Riddle. He looked nervous. Sit down. I've been reading the letter you sent me. My dear boy, I cannot possibly let you stay at school over the summer. Surely you want to go home for the holidays. No, I'd much rather stay at Hogwarts and go back to that, to that. You live in a muggle orphanage during the holidays, I believe. Yes, sir. You are muggle-born? Half-blood, sir. Muggle father, witch mother. And are both your parents? My mother died just after I was born, sir. They told me at the orphanage she lived just long enough to name me. Tom, after my father. Marvolo, after my grandfather. Dibbett clucked his tongue sympathetically. The thing is, Tom, special arrangements might have been made for you, but in the current circumstances. You mean all of these attacks, sir? Precisely. My dear boy, you must see how foolish it would be of me to allow you to remain at the castle when term ends, particularly in light of the recent tragedy, the death of that poor little girl. You will be safer by far at your orphanage. As a matter of fact, the Ministry of Magic is even now talking about closing the school. We are no nearer locating the, the source of all of these, this unpleasantness. Sir, if the person was caught, if it all stopped, what do you mean, he said with a squeak in his voice. Riddle, do you mean to tell me you know something about these attacks? No, sir. But Harry was sure it was the same sort of no that he himself had given Dumbledore. Um, so, a couple things. One, we don't actually see the body, you know, like in the movie, yeah. they're like, look at the hand, she's dead, that's horrible. Anyway, um, two, it's also the beginning where we get to see, like, the connection that, that Voldemort really has with Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the, you know, it's the first real, like, magical institution that he, um... And also his first home. It's like his first magical home. I don't even yeah, think it's, like, magical, because, like, it's his first real home. Well, I think magic is a part of it, because... I, no, I do agree. I agree that magic is. is a part of it, but I think, like, he never really felt at home in the orphanage. Like, even the way he's like, right. you, you're not gonna make me go back to that, to that. Um... Mm-hmm. um also, he hates muggles, so that's the other thing. Yeah, but like, I think that comes um, from, but, uh feeling of not being accepted because he was in an orphanage? I don't really know. But, yeah, go ahead. No, because remember when we see him, he was... He's a psychopath. Yeah, he's just a psychopath. Yeah, he is. One of those things. Anyway, um, the other thing was, if you want to stay at Hogwarts, why are you attacking all these people, bro? That'll make no sense. Questions that need answers. You're wreaking havoc on Hogwarts. Everybody's terrified, but you think that you're going to be allowed to stay there. While there's a monster out that you put in there, you should have never done that. Y'all, we need to we need to have video cameras on Bionic's face. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's hilarious to me how mu- how far his hate like outweighs his. I mean, again, he's a kid; he didn't think it through, whatever. But like, out like it's just not common sense. Well, yeah, but I think also it's kind of funny. Um, or not, dude. I need to find a different word. It is not kind of funny. I mean, but, I guess people. Uh, yeah, um, he talks about people know. Um, you're, you are muggle-born, said Dippet, half-blood, sir, muggle father, which mother, and are both your parents. My mother died just after I was born. They told me at the orphanage she lived long enough to name me, Tom after my father, muggle after my grandfather. So if you're in a muggle orphanage and your mother died right after you were born, how do you know that you have a witch mother? Um, I mean, I guess, like, finding your wizard roots... I was gonna say, but at this point, I think he's like he's done some digging. 
Yeah, but I'm just you wondering, I mean? like, if the digging, like, the digging that he's done, at this point, has he killed his father? That's what I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm. Hold up. She's taking it to the books. And the look this of... This is important. The look of excitement on her face is just... Um, okay. It's gonna take me... Actually, not long. It, it's kind of earlier, right? No. no. It's in... Horcruxes, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to keep talking while you're looking for it, but I yeah, think but that had Dippet been a bit more skeptical of him the way that we see Dumbledore was skeptical of him, um, that would have, like, kind of been a red flag for me, right? Like, how, how quickly he was, like, I'm half-blood, and how quickly he went to, like, defend his kind of witch or his magic bona fides or whatever his magical DNA um, and the fact that he knows like that much about his parents that it's like quick off the tongue you know like as it kind of it kind of it reads defensive to me but also like um, he's done like you said he's probably done some digging which is fine right like you're an orphan and you find out that you're a wizard like it makes sense. I'm actually kind of surprised that Harry hasn't done more digging into his parents, like what he could find about them besides what people have told him. But it just also in terms of like what you said, like there's an attack going on and you want to stay at the school. It just kind of like raises flags to me. But that also could yeah. just be because I know what I know. Um, okay, so here's one part and there's one other place that I need to find. Um, but What book are you um, in? So this is I'm in Half-Blood Prince. Okay. I mean, you know, it's the, it's the one that they have a lot of connections, the most connections to. Yeah. Um, so this is right after they come back out of Slughorn's memory where Voldemort is asking about... Horcruxes. Um, Horcruxes. So, um, so Dumbledore says, um, mm, is this the right... Yeah. Well, Harry, um, I am sure you understand... You, mm, I am sure you understood the significance of what we just heard at the same age as you are now give or take a few months tom riddle was doing all he could to find out how to make himself immortal um so this is at 16 years old which is like damn bro you really afraid to die that like, early though like you need to be cool at 16 um, i thought 40 was like the end of it <laughs> like and that's you still got more than half your life right? the, even if 40 was the end you still got more than half your seriously life. Like, calm down um you think he succeeded then sir so asked harry he made a horcrux and that's why he didn't die when he attacked me. He had a horcrux hidden somewhere. A bit of his soul was safe. Harry always be repeating himself. Sorry, that's neither here nor there. Um, a bit or more, said Dumbledore. You heard Voldemort. What he particularly wanted from Horace was an opinion on what would happen to the wizard who created more than one horcrux. What would happen to the wizard who so determined to evade death that he would be prepared to murder many times, rip his soul repeatedly, so as to store it in many separately concealed horcruxes. No book would have gotten, would have given him that information. As far as I know, as far I am sure as Voldemort knew, no wizard had ever done more than tear his soul in two. Um, four years ago, I received what I considered certain proof, proof that Voldemort had split his soul. Where? Asked Harry. The diary. Yep. Um, you handed it to me. The diary. Riddle's diary. The one given instructions on how to reopen um, the Chamber of Secrets. Although I did not see the riddle who came out of the diary, what you described to me was a phenomenon I had never witnessed. 
Um, a mere memory starting to act and think for itself. A mere memory sapping the life out of a girl into whose hands it had fallen. No, something much more sinister had lurked inside that, um, that book. Blah, blah, blah. What intrigued and alarmed me most was that the diary had been intended as a weapon as much of, um, as a scapegoard. Um, okay, I think that's... Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. There's another part, but this... So, he didn't make the Horcrux until his sixth year. So, the, so he's in his fifth year when the Chamber of Secrets is open. I thought... And then I think that it's, like, at the end of the year is when he actually makes the Horcrux. Or, like, he's 16 when he makes the first Horcrux. Um, and then I'm trying to see when he goes to kill his dad, and that's the other thing. Um, yeah, and it just says a boy of about 16. A silver prefect's badge, so... Yeah, but... Um, um, yeah, so it doesn't say... That's a, but there's later on when it, Dumbledore goes to... Before, after. Uh, oh, okay. I found okay. it. I found it. Um, so, this is talking about the ring, mm-hmm. uh, Horcrux. Um, how did you find it? Well, as you know, for many years, I've made it my business to discover as much as I can about Voldemort's past life. I've tra- traveled widely, visiting those places he once knew. I stumbled across the ring hidden in the ruin of the Gaunt's house. It seemed that once Voldemort had succeeded in, steal- in sealing a piece of his soul inside it, he did not want to wear it anymore. He hid it, protected by many powerful enchantments in the shack where his ancestors had once lived, Morphin having being carted off to Azkaban, of course. Never guessing that I might one day take the trouble to visit the ruin or that I may be keeping an eye open for traces of magical concealment. Um, that's... Uh, I'll find I'll find it later. Yeah, but also that seems There's like... another part where he, he like... talks where about... Where, um, yeah. Um, there's, yeah, there's a specific part where... Actually, shoot, maybe I just found it. Sorry, guys. I really need to know what's happening. <laughs> um, she must know. I can't help it. This is not intellectual laziness, Ron. It's definitely not, because I'm really searching for these books. Like, I um, I don't know the page numbers, but I get the main thing. thing. Um, okay, okay. I think I know. I think I know what's happening. Okay. Shout out. <laughs> but <laughs> for being like this <laughs> I'm such a problem you're a g- beautiful problem glorious problem okay. alright 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 cool so um, this is Morphin's memory um, so the door cracks um, so this is like Voldemort he's going into um, the Gaunt house mm-hmm. um, so he steps in a teen, he's a teenager. Um, Morphin sees him. You, he bellowed. You, stop. He says in parcel tongue. Um, the man skidded into the table, sending moldy pots f- crashing on the, to the floor. He stared at Riddle. There was a long silence while they contemplated each other. The man broke it. You speak it? Yes, I speak it. Where is Marvolo? He asked. Dead, said the other. Died years ago, didn't he? Who are you then? I'm Morphin, ain't I? Marvolo's son. Of course I am then. Um, I thought you was that muggle. You look mighty like that muggle. What muggle, said Riddle sharply. That muggle, what my sister, my, what my sister took to a fancy to. That muggle that lives in the big house over the way. You look right like him. Riddle. But he's older now, isn't he? He's older than you now I think on it. 
he come back, see, he added stupidly. Riddle came back. Um, he left her and served her right, Mary and Filth. Robbed us mine before she ran off. Where's the locket, eh? Where's Slytherin's locket? Um, so then Morphin is like, you know, freaking out and stuff. So that's like the end of it. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's him as a teenager. So I think he probably could like assume, now I'm thinking about it, I think he probably was like able to infer from, um, he probably was looking up like, you know, wizards and, you know, like last names and stuff. Um, so he probably assumed that his, his father wasn't a muggle or Dumbledore could have told him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just think that it's, um... Interesting and like, but he's this is definitely around the time when he's like really, yeah, to, you know, really dabble in dark magic and shit. And I don't think he's killed his parents yet. I think that probably happens like the summer between. Yeah, but it's like around, like, like this is either right before he starts killing or during his killing. Um, mm-hmm. I just and I and it's like the as you were talking about it, um, I do think that like I'm thinking this way because I know what happens um right so it's like i can't i'm 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 not giving these characters the benefit of the doubt of not knowing you know like they don't like they just mm-hmm. see the 16 year old boy who's smart and curious right. and we're like dude he <laughs> he don't kill people already like, come he's on, like he's splitting his soul cops and vigilance. <laughs> but yeah um so but i yeah so i think like When Dippet's like, Riddle, do you mean you know something about these attacks? And he says, no, sir. He's, and like you said, he's very uh, manipulative and he's also, like, charming. They use that word a lot. Like, Tom Riddle, not Voldemort, but Tom, mm-hmm. before he transitions or, you know, goes to goes beyond saving, is very charming. And that's how he kind of, like, got Slughorn. That's how he's he gets a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... And so I just have to kind of remind myself that they don't know what he becomes, and they and they they wouldn't even like think that it, it, he could possibly go that far, you know? Like like right, Slughorn like, says, I mean, like Dumbledore gets a hint by the end of this book, but it takes four more years for him to really realize what's happening. Yeah, so and it's like and and, and Slughorn's like, how was I supposed to know? You know, like exactly. I. Of all the magic, like yeah, <laughs> it's a damn poor crap. And like that, he's gonna like make a a, a ton of them. But um, um, okay. So, um, Riddle leaves um, the headmaster's office. Um, he stopped, and so did Harry, watching him. Harry could tell that Riddle was doing some serious thinking. He was biting his lip, his forehead furrowed. Then, as though he had suddenly reached a decision, a decision, he hurried off. Um, they didn't see another person until they reached the entrance hall when a tall wizard with long, sweeping auburn hair and a beard called to Riddle from the marble staircase. What are you doing wandering around this late, Tom? Harry gaped at the wizard. He was none other than 50 years younger Dumbledore. (laughs) Um, I had to see the headmaster, sir. Well, hurry off to bed. Best not roam the corridors these days. Not since. He sighed heavily, bade Riddle goodnight, and strode off. Riddle watched him walk out of sight and then, moving quickly, headed straight down the stone steps of the dungeons with Harry in hot pursuit. Um, But to Harry's disappointment, Riddle led him not into the hidden passageway or a secret tunnel, but to the very dungeon in which Harry had potions with Snape. Um, The torches... It was Snape! (laughs) Um, (laughs) The torches hadn't been lit, 
Um, and when Riddle pushed the door almost closed, Harry could only just see him standing stock still by the door, watching the passage outside. Um, so they just are waiting, um, and then someone is creeping along the passage. He heard whoever it was pass the dungeon where he and Riddle were hidden. Riddle, quiet as a shadow, edged through the door and followed, Harry tiptoeing behind him, forgetting that he couldn't be heard. Um, so then they hear someone speaking in a hoarse whisper. Come on, gotta get you out of here. Come on now, in the box. There was something familiar about that voice. Um, so Riddle jumps around the corner. Harry stepped out behind him. He could see the dark outline of a huge boy who was crouching in front of an open door, a very large box next to it. Evening, Rubius, said Riddle sharply. Aw, this is yeah. Um, what are you doing down here, Tom? Um, which I'm like, they're on a first name basis. That's interesting to me. Yeah, but they're students. What, twelve or thirteen? Yeah, but they call they call Malfoy Potter Granger. You yeah, know what I mean, like it's a, they they tend to be on last name basis unless they're homies. Yeah, that's true. Um, most of the time, not all the time, but you know what I mean. But I also think this is it's like fine. they're tiptoeing around each other at this moment. You know what I mean? So they're trying to be a little bit more friendly, mm-hmm. like. Right. You know, Hagrid trying to get Tom to, like, try to figure out why Tom's down there and Tom mm-hmm. to try to, like, you know, lull him into, yeah. To, Complacency. Yeah. Um, it's all over, he said. I'm going to have to turn you in, Rubius. They're talking about closing Hogwarts if the attacks don't stop. What do you, I don't think you meant to kill anyone, but monsters don't make good pets. I suppose you just let it out for exercise and... It never killed no one, said the large boy. Come on, Rubius. The dead girl's parents will be here tomorrow. The least Hogwarts can do is make sure the thing that killed their daughter is slaughtered. Um, that right. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't him, roared the boy. He wouldn't. He never. Stand aside, said Riddle, drawing out his wand. His spell lit the corridor with sudden flaming light. The door behind um, the large boy flew open. With such a force knocked him into the wall opposite, and out of it came something that made Harry let out a long, piercing scream unheard by anyone. A vast, low-slung, hairy body within a tangle of black legs, a gleam of many eyes, and a pair of, sharp, of razor-sharp pincers. Um, Riddle raised his wand again, but it was too late. Uh, the thing bowled, over, bowled him over as he scuttled away, tearing up the corridor and out of sight. Riddle scrambled to his feet, looking after it. He raised his wand, but the huge boy leapt on him, seizing his wand, and threw him back down, yelling, No! Um, The scene whirled, the darkness became complete, Harry felt himself falling, and with a crash he landed spread-eagled on his four-poster in the Gryffindor dormitory, Riddle's diary laying open on his stomach. Um, Before he had time to regain his breath, the dormitory door opened and Ron came in. There you are, he said. Harry sat up. What's up? Um, it was Hagrid, Ron. Hagrid opened the Chamber of Secrets 50 years ago. Um, bum, 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 bum. So, do you have your MVP, and do you have, um, yeah, let's just dive right into that. Um, I said Fred and George. They're awesome. Are they even in this chapter? Yeah, they're saying, they're making fun of Harry. I guess so. His eyes is... Fresh pickled toad. I don't know. There was really no one that was like particularly like yeah stood out to me. So I was just like, they're dope. Their birthdays on Friday. <laughs> Give it to them. You know, shout out. To shout them. out. Um, so I gave it to Jenny. Um, just because you should like 
you know, she was only mentioned in like a couple of chapters or a couple of pages that she went through a lot mm-hmm. and she, you know, Definitely. she's at this point trying to do the right thing. You know, she threw the diary away. She was, you know, someone, mm-hmm. it's gotten ahead of her and she, or it got, it was like beyond her control and she did like what she could. It's not her fault that Harry yeah. is Harry in a problem, but, um, yeah, she's, like, really strong for that. I wish she would have, like, I understand why she doesn't turn herself in, you know, but I kind of wish she would have been, like, gone a double door or someone and just been, like, I didn't mean to yeah. and something up with this. But I don't know that she totally knows that she, I think she thinks she's doing it, but I don't know that she totally knows she's doing it. Well, yeah, because she's, like, black. I think she talks about, like, she there's gaps in her memory and stuff like that. And she'll, yeah, she's, like, black yeah. and stuff. But I just wish that she would have, and it's a, it's a. Spoken to someone. Yeah, and it's a. It's this age, man, this cuspy age where people keep everything, like, mm-hmm. bottled up and don't want to, like, ask for help. And People, their plans close to their chest sometimes. Wait for it, wait for it, wait. That's what I'm saying. You get nothing if you wait for it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I benched Riddle because he's a fuckboy. So did. He's lying. He murdered people. He split his soul. Also, I feel like... You. Part of me wants to bench Hagrid. I also bench Riddle, but, like, part of me wants to bench Hagrid. Um, I'm not doing it, but, like, Hagrid, like, you got expelled from school and lost your, um, a, like, you, you're not able to do magic and, like, all of these things, and yet you still got a dragon. You're still playing around with shit that you can't control. Like, talk about a lesson, right? Like, yeah, you know, our Aragog probably, our Aragog wasn't the monster and didn't do it, but learn the lesson, man. Like, yeah. I mean, Tom Riddle I mean, lies a lot, but he did say one true thing, which was some things aren't meant to be pets. <laughs> like, it's true. So, as we learn in no chapter after now. Yeah, but also, like, we learned in the first book, like, I mean, he just needed to do more research, but okay. Dragons aren't meant to be pets. He needed to do more research. But what about Daenerys and her dragons? Hashtag get Bayana a dragon since <laughs> 16. It's been a minute. But what about like even like your homegirl Daenerys in the other whole other whole whole other universe? Ho ho ho. She still got at least one dragon. She trying, bro. But is she She's also she got a lot on her plate. She's trying to be queen. She's trying to win the Iron Throne. She got Doth Rockies after her. She got random people after her, bro. She can't only, like... She got a lot on her plate. Anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> um, next week, we will be discussing Chapter 14, Cornelius Cornelius Fuckboy. Um, make sure to read and follow along, and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who was benched for the chapter. Um, if you want to join the conversation on Twitter, you can add us at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. Um, we're coming up close to yeah, the end. Yeah, we gotta figure out, like, our watch about, party and get that stuff. Yeah, we do need to um, that out. But also, if you guys are um, reading, are catching up, and I've seen this a couple times, if you're uh, listening to other chapters, and you you can still let us know who you're benching and who's your MVP, just let us know what um, chap- chapter you're talking about, because yeah. I'll be getting confused, yo. Um, and, if they're, and if they're still in Chamber of Secrets, they still count towards... Um, 
like our overall. Yeah, because we're gonna the whole so, series. I mean, if you're in Sorcerer's Stone, we already chose that because that was a minute ago. But yeah, if you're on like in the beginning of Chamber of Secrets or something, let us know and it, it'll count. Still, I mean, I guess that doesn't make sense for us to be saying this because if they're in the beginning of Chamber of Secrets, they wouldn't be listening to this episode. But, you know, oh, yeah. maybe once you get to this episode and we're in, like, Prisoner of Azkaban, and then you know when you get to Prisoner of Azkaban, or if you know now, just... If you're a couple episodes really behind, you know, this is some timey-wimey bullshit, but no matter what, if you're in the book that we are releasing chapters for, we will count your vote all the way through until we recap the book. When we, re- when we recap the, the book as a whole, that is when voting closes. But you can still let us but know. But let us know anyway, because it's still thoughts. like it's still an awesome topic of conversation. Um, some people, some of y'all be y'all be benching people, and I'm like, that's some petty stuff. But I like it. I like where your head is. Or they just be <laughs> like, you know, I don't like someone like will call me out, and they be like, you want to bench Draco because he Draco, but he didn't do anything. And I'm like, you right, you right. But also, Draco's the worst, so I'm bench him. <laughs> right. I mean, our reason, your reasons don't have to be, like, totally valid either. Like, if you just feel, like, petty that day. I mean. If you feel like, you feel like, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead. I'm going to just. We have each. We, just bench, we have like, each bench, well, like. Bench Goyle. He ain't done yeah. nothing. We, I think Goyle, we, whatever. we have you know each I mean? bench, like, whole society so far. Like, I think I, oh, totally. I bench the entire school system. That's only when system. we get really upset, though, but yeah. I think you bench, like, everybody. I bench You everyone, said everybody except, else. like, the person who was my MVP. <laughs> Except Madame Pomfrey, I think. Yeah, it was like, this person's the MVP. Okay, but Anna, could you bench everybody else? Ain't can't nobody get right. She was ready to forfeit the game. She was like, we ain't got enough players. They all sitting down. (laughs) They should have done, they should have forfeited the damn game. Anyway. Woo! Um, Thank you for listening. Thank (laughs) you.